Welcome to episode 24 of What Is This Podcast. My name is Pepper 5. I'm Victor. Today we have a lot in store for you. So let's mm-hmm. jump right into it. Mm-hmm. Okay, just to start with, um, you know what has been happening around what, the world. Around the world. Really Sp- messed speak- up situations. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it will be... Well, this, this, this guy, apparently is Australian. Mm-hmm. He went on live. On Facebook live. Facebook live. live yeah. yeah. And he started just shooting people randomly, yeah? It, it was in a mosque. It was in a mosque. Yeah. So it was targeted. Yeah, it was a Muslim. targeted attack. There yeah. were two targeted yeah. attacks. Okay, I know that happens a lot everywhere in the world. However... Wait, wait what? What happens a lot? Shootings. Mm-hmm. Everywhere in the world, shootings happen, right? Okay. Even here in Dusit too. There's yeah. a shooting attack, right? Mm-hmm. However, what I never understood is... Okay, yes. This guy put it up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And it was taken down by Facebook and Twitter and all that. But yeah. you know how these days people are so fast to to get yeah. these videos. Yes. And then now they re-upload it. Did you see? Did you I've see not it? seen it. I will I think, not even click it. I think I saw. I think I saw it on somebody's status yesterday. And I was really yeah. disgusted. I don't yeah. even uh, shame, think it was, shame on these people I, I, because that's just, what they wanted. Yeah, for it to be replayed exactly. over and over again. Yeah. So that was really messed up. Yeah, so, and the prime minister was in Kenya. Mm-hmm. I remember it was it was unfolding right in front of my eyes. I was just watching CNN. Okay. And I'm seeing breaking news. Yeah. There's a shooting in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. So the prime minister of New Zealand was in Kenya. Well, so she was in Kenya. Abikana Mzungu. Nikwa Mzungu was in Kenya at the time of the shooting. So she had to fly back after giving a press briefing. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of international uh, i mean of course condolences to the of condolences to all the people who lost their loved ones yeah, and of to course. the whole community of Christchurch New Zealand i was checking our our analy- analytics mm-hmm. and we have various uh, people listening to us across the seas from all over the world all over the world i don't think there's a continent where we <laughs> where we, we are listened to was that was really surprising and humbling too exactly so Shout out to the person in North Hollywood. I don't know who that is. Yeah, California. Ka- California, okay. This, we're not going to give the specifics, mm-hmm. but there's a, big, uh, there's a big demographic of people listening to us coming from California. True. And there's one from, uh, what's this called? Long Island. Uh-huh. There's, I mean, Long Island, there's Long Beach. There's Long Island in New York. Long Island is in New York. Yes. Uh-huh. And then here in Kenya, there was someone from Wasengishu. Really? Yes. Shout out to you. So shout out to you if you're listening to us. There's, there are people, some people from Kiambu. Yeah. There's, there are people from South Africa. Mm-hmm. There are I people from Malawi. I saw Korea somewhere there. I'm like, what? Okay, Yo, this is happening too fast. Take us, take us slowly. Yeah, it's it's a really humbling experience when <laughs> yeah. you get to realize that something that you just thought about randomly exactly. one yeah. day is now getting recognition all over the world. I mean, um, in the future, we would like to... Yes, we do Kenyan content, but, you know, the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. So shout out to you who's listening and you're not even Kenyan or you just discovered. Yeah. Yeah, Kenya is a in, is an East African country. We love you guys. Yeah. 
So <laughs> free maybe, to, to look let me, at our let me, music and shit. Let me mention something. Over the weekend, uh, Gorma here had a game in at Kasarani Stadium, mm-hmm. and there I would like I would like to make this bold declaration that Gorma here has the best fan base in Kenya. Fan base. Yes. Mm-hmm. They had hired matatus and they were playing around Tomboya's um, Tomboya's statue in Athens. The usual. Yes. Mm. And it was really amazing. And they won that game, proceeded to the CAF Confederation Cup quarters. Big up to them. Deal. Mm-hmm. Big up to them. Big up to them. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to see them succeed more and more. So that is the uh, week, week, sports update for the week weekend. Mm. Alright. So <laughs> anyway, uh, I've been I've not been on social media as as much as I sh- I, I am mm-hmm. because of usually, my phone situation. Usually are. Yeah. But how's your phoneless situation going? It's it's okay. Mm-hmm. However, I, I I happened to log into Twitter uh-huh. and I saw these um images of people starving in Kenya. Yeah. I mean this country I mean, I love our country, yes, mm-hmm. but there's some things that should not be happening in this day and age. In twi- 2019. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, people are starving. And uh, there was someone saying that uh, this is the same place ballot boxes reach, yeah. but food cannot reach. And it, it, it's sad because with all the cases of graft that we are seeing in exactly. the country, yeah. all this money that is being squandered and looted, you would assume that a portion of that would go into channeling funds to make maybe a sustainable model that will enable those people there to have a healthy life in the future and not face starvation. Food security is a big issue, of course. Yeah. Um, however, another, the irony of that is the area where they're facing drought mm-hmm. is the area where we discovered oil in Kenya. Yeah. Around so, the same area. So that means that's a rich, like, that's predominantly going to be rich in the future. Mm-hmm. And people are starving right next to them. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Anyway, I, I never understood it, but Kenya, I mean, if you, I don't know. I'm, I'm confused on the direction our country is taking. Mm-hmm. I, I, I actually don't know. I don't know how to feel about that because I am a Kenyan myself and it, it it's kind of sad that you live a sheltered life where you don't know the the pains yeah, that other exa- people yeah exactly exactly go through and when once you see it it's really devastating and it it makes you realize how blessed and privileged you are and whatever little you can do in your capacity as a Kenyan please do mm-hmm. but I think it should be a call to all of us as Kenyans to ma- ensure that no Kenyan uh, is is ever in such a situation where they have to die because of lack of food. Okay, speaking on Kenyans, mm-hmm. there are Kenyans making strides. Eh? Mm-hmm. Strides abroad and changing the world. Yes. So recently I was on TV here. Yeah? I was watching this, there's um, an alumni of Bush. Bush. Yeah. Bush is like Alliance boys, Alliance girls, but now from the boy side. I actually didn't know that when I was in Form 1. I can't <laughs> learn that they had for a function. So there. this alumni is making strides. He's acted in um in a in a in a Netflix film. It's called The Boy That Harnessed the Wind. Mm-hmm. This guy, um, pretty young. Uh, Have he, you opened to watch the film? I haven't watched it, mm-hmm. but I'm motivated to watch. Okay. 
So I'm got that's one of my it's in one of my bucket list for the weekend for the, this coming weekend. Yeah. And also I was I was in the interwebs and I saw Wanuri Kahio yeah. in talks with Universal. Yeah, she's doing a movie for Universal. Uh, uh, shout out to her. An adaptation of the film called The Thing About Jellyfish, which I don't I don't know whether I don't want to get into the particulars of it, but it's an an adaptation of a novel by Ali Benjamin. So mm. she she's been she's in talks with uh, Universal Films to do them to do the film I think as a director or part of the production team and um which is a big which which is I think how big break came from Rafiki can you say that yeah uh and the controversy surrounding it exactly and thanks acts. to Ezekiel <laughs> please Ezekiel still unblock me we are friends we're not and, enemies and and <laughs> I I think that debacle in Kenya played out really well in outside Kenya because it was critically acclaimed outside Kenya mm. and now we're seeing we're seeing the fruits of it where she's now an acclaimed movie yeah. director. We are, we are adding a catalog of Kenyans in the Hollywood scene. Yes. Yeah? After? After um, the likes of Lupita. Eddie. Eddie Gavegi. And then now there's Wanuri. Uh-huh. Yeah? And, the, and then and now the first probably... Two, the first two have came in are, or are known. I think there are more. I think there's an actor that I'm forgetting his name, but he's there. Even mm-hmm. the, the guy that you said, I'm forgetting his name. The guy... From the movie that you Eddie just Gavegi. mentioned, no, oh, the movie oh, that you just mentioned. Oh, even his, I, no. I don't even know his name, mm-hmm. but it's it's that guy, that guy from Netflix. Yeah, yeah. So and those all those are actors, but now we. I are think he's called Emmanuel. If Emmanuel. I'm not wrong, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not sure. And now we are seeing Onuri coming in in mm-hmm. the production side. Yeah. So keep flying the Kenyan flag high, and yeah. we wish you all we'll the best. We'll join you soon. Yeah. Onuri. And we hope to see that movie soon. Yeah. I hope it's released, but. It, from the article that I read, it's been in. They've been developing it since 2017. So really, yeah. Okay. And it's 2019, so it could take a few more. Speaking of Hollywood, have you had yes. have you had the rumors that Rihanna is coming to Kenya? Yes. <laughs> and I am very excited. Uh, are you gonna be able to afford that kind of ticket? Now, now those are the things we need to discuss. Mm. First of all, okay. So the the story came from. Uh, a normal Rihanna ticket in the states is how much? I wouldn't know, but I will around two hundred dollars. I I think that's to a very highest price point for that. No, two hundred dollars in a, in the states is a bit. Um, it's not as expensive if you look at it here in Kenya. Mm-hmm. You know that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the economy is better than ours. Mm-hmm. Get the, yeah, yeah. I understand, but I think it's. For here, I think it depends on. It's a one different thing market. No, but it only depends on one thing. What? Who will bring her? Mm-hmm. Because if she's brought by a shady promoter who has been able to conjure up funds to pay for for her, for for to book her, they will have for like have so many expenses that they'll have to charge a crazy ticket amount. And the same promoters know that even. Looking at the past, most mm-hmm. of these people, even when Chris Brown came, yeah. the the ticket was going for ten thousand, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As in, I've not seen any promoter promoting a concert with a ticket that goes for more than ten thousand, a regular ticket. Yeah. So I doubt it will be more than ten thousand. But personally, I, I think I I don't think it will be that high, because I think a, a very big organization will will 
be the one to secure and to secure her booking because this report came from Mike Strano, the founding director of Fat 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 Productions. Yeah. You remember we saw him at yeah. the summit. Um so Rihanna is going on tour this fall and they are looking for at September between September 1st and October 31st between those hmm. two months is hmm. what they're looking for a date. Hmm. And um of course I told you that she, I think she will she she Even obviously the dates will do. you've told me. Mm-hmm. That has already struck a thought in my mind. Mm-hmm. You remember um last year yeah. when Bas came to Kenya? Okay. It was really just an internet campaign. Yeah. He asked the same like any promoters willing to host me mm-hmm. or willing to promote my event yeah. come through. Yeah. And Jamison were the guys who did it, yeah. right? Uh-huh. I'm thinking the same will happen this year. So Jamison, Jamison might, uh-huh. happens on the last quarter of the year. Yeah. So September, October is the last quarter of the year. Yeah. Yeah. But I think this so is, a, this I, is a, I'm highly predicting that Jamison is the one to bring Rihanna. This, this is this is a, a bigger issue that people are not talking about. What? The Rihanna album because I have been expecting it since last year. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Rihanna fan, I won't even lie. Mm. So given that she's going on tour in fall, that means the album has to be out before before summer. So the alto album is coming before I think between now and July. And she's coming to tour in Ken- in Kenya or East Africa generally. Mm-hmm. Um because she said that there's a lot of African Afro Afro, Afro influence. Yeah. Afro and also Caribbean. Yes. Exactly. This so, is a market that is ripe for that. Exactly. Of course after she has visited I would think Nigeria or West Africa, one of our West African stop mm. in South African stop, of course. And then now they are, because that's what most artists do. Most international artists do those two when they're doing the world tour. And then now they stop at, now they've added an East African stop, which I think is good because we'll see more tours for such big artists coming mm. to East Africa. I mean, this is went to South Africa last year. Yeah. Oh, that was part of her tour mm-hmm. of her uh, what what uh, it wasn't her tour run on run the it was it it, are it you was, sure yeah no the, it was um the event was global citizen yeah was the whole event yeah but it was just convenient the, it was just convenient for her to do the tour or during that event it, because when it's your tour you're the headline act yeah so she performed last but she performed after casper so Casper, <laughs> Casper, so open for Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. two goats. <laughs> so I mean, uh, but who do you think will will be able to bring her apart from? Uh, I think Jamison, Jamison Kenny. Yeah, and because I'm thinking it okay, has to be. Okay, there's the more sounds and the hypes and all that, but our Fiki Bay, come on, this is Rihanna. If First hype, all, if hype, uh-huh. our Fiki Bay are ethic. Really? Yeah. Why do you think they dropped them? Legal they, issues, my foot. <laughs> Excuse me. They couldn't pay. They, they weren't. Oh, okay. This is it. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. They weren't fikaing the bay, and the head of hype or the person in charge yeah. could not believe that these kids are act, are asking for a certain amount mm-hmm. when he was managing them. Yeah. Akwa na fikiria fika your point. Where they can ask for exactly. That uh-huh. They're doing. They have a show in Dal in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So you cannot be asking for a hundred thousand. True. And there are four kids. So how how will they break that bread? And of course, a, a manager and yeah. management expenses exactly. and all that. How will they break a hundred Gs? 
listen, Rihanna travels with 60 people. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, And what? 60 people. So, okay. that's her rider specifies that it means it's a That's like that's point. like a, a half of the plane. Okay. Prob- yeah, so yeah. That's a that's a lot of six on the people. plane. 60 people. So that's uh 20 single rooms in a five star and above 10 single rooms and 15 double rooms in a four star hotel what this event organizes okay i'm sure she no, will consider her, she will reconsider because it's a different market no yes it's her tour it's the tour for her album listen so she has to listen her band listen. she cannot uh, compromise on that listen mm-hmm. this is africa this is not america Yeah, you cannot travel with 60 people uh, as in for tour for, for touring Africa. What are you? You can. You can't. It's impractical. I don't know why, it, why you think it's, it's impractical. It's impractical because mm-hmm. I the highly has she ever done an African tour? Yeah, before. Yeah, but South Africa. That's just South Africa. Mm-hmm. No, okay, the rest of Africa I don't know, but exactly. I'm sure South Africa. So, when you tell me She's going to book the whole of Tribe Hotel. Mm-hmm. No promoter will want that nonsense. That's exactly why I'm saying. It's easier in mm-hmm. Europe mm-hmm. and America. Mm-hmm. Ask me why. Why? Those are places that people are used to touring. Yeah. So their systems and uh, they're in place. Adela Kisema, I want 100 people. It's, it's very possible. Uh-huh. And there are such hotels and such promoters who can scale it up to that height. Uh-huh. However, in Kenya, unambia hype or or uh energy yeah. yeah at the, we want 20 rooms even when Henry Cross came yeah. they had to renegotiate the the rider, the rider uh-huh. yeah? yeah exactly so i highly doubt that uh Rihanna will get 60 people maybe 20 people 20 is decent uh, but this is this is her rider it's this or nothing no. That's what but I'm telling you. She's a, well, let's start with she's a mega star. There's there room there's room for negotiations. Mm-hmm. You of get course. exactly. But if if I if as an artist I feel like I cannot perform unless I have my whole team with me, mm-hmm. my band members, my publicist, my makeup artist, all those people, then I don't think I can do the show if you if you're not ready to pay for that. So only time will will be able to tell us like what But next. who do you think will be the supporting act for that tour? Uh, Personally, I think Nightboy will be there. Mm-hmm. His brand is steadily growing. Mm-hmm. There has to be a female act. Who Probably Fena. Why Fena? Uh, she's arguably, to me, she's the most uh, sought-after female, female MC. Okay. I yeah, oh, all right. I, I know. I get what you're saying. And also, probably Octopizo, because Octo has that connect. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Uh-huh. Trust me. Okay. Uh, who do you think op- would be the last act before Rihanna comes? Oh, you're saying the open who will open no, 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 for I, Rihanna? That, no, we've just talked about uh, the people who will be on stage that mm-hmm. night, but who will be the last one before Rihanna? Probably Octo. I think if you know, it depends on how how much steam you build up right now. Yeah, probably even uh, you don't know. Maybe Ethic will have so much steam they open first. <laughs> that would be crazy. Yeah, that would so be we still, be we so still have up to September to tell yeah. to to give a correct judgment. Okay. Or at least August. Let's say August. Yeah. Or until that Trihana album drops. Yeah. Okay. So what what's next? Uh oh, we're talking about Did we cover that topic. Well, with yeah, we I think so. We okay, speculated uh-huh. enough. Uh-huh. So let's 
Wait to get back see. to Kenya. Yeah. So this is a crop of uh, duos that's coming up. Mm-hmm. And with duos, I'm looking at, mm, here locally, we're looking at TNT. Mm. Really promising duo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we, we have these street guys called the Wakadinalis. Wakadinalis. I don't know, Wakadinalis, what does it mean in English? Cardinals. Cardinals. I don't, I, I, Cardinal I don't. official. I remember Cardinal <laughs> official. Uh-huh. Anyway, so between these two rap duos, yeah? Mm-hmm. Who do you think takes it? Who takes the crown? In terms of? Just generally. I um, I think TNT are bigger than Wakadinali. Mm-hmm. But I think as rappers catering to crowds, yeah. I think TNT caters, I mean, uh, Wakadinali caters to a larger crowd than Wakadinali. Than TNT. I mean, Wakadinali caters to a larger crowd than TNT. Hmm. Personally, I think yeah, it's it's already in the it's already in the in the public domain that TNT is doing better numbers, mm-hmm. uh, more publicity. TNT I, com- comprised of twenty Timmy and twenty. Yeah. yeah, Timmy Blanco, who was part of, or, or formerly Timmy Blanco, who was part of uh, <laughs> Crew Teflon. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened to that though. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. my, 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 I think the greatest um, upper hand towards work, uh, to counter the Wakadinalis okay. is they have good management and their structure. Yeah. I believe they're assigned to Vice Life. Vice Life. True. So the structure they use mm-hmm. is really, really, um, it's really working for them. Okay. Let me just say that. How so? They have, they have videos. Mm-hmm. So anyone who has who drops a song and then a video, I believe that person has strategic movement. Okay, you get uh-huh. because shooting a mo- video is not as easy as people think. Yeah, exactly. However, on the other side, they don't have a body of work. Okay, they do. They actually do. So, but most of them are singles. No, they ha- actually have a body of work. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, they released it. It's either la- early last year or late 2017. An EP or a- an EP. Uh-huh. How many songs? Uh, I can't remember, but it was probably less than six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, with them, they have a good structure, good management, and they have a team. And also the persona they take up to is this bad boy image. Yeah, they also, they also took, have much, much. Yeah, they have much, you mm-hmm. see. And then they do their own shows, like this, The Road to Alchemist this April. We should go see that show. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. However, what I don't like is the approach to like their branding they have this i don't know to call it drug affiliation mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know these things are popular in the west here in kenya you can't rap about i don't know selling cocaine yeah. uh, i don't know sijui flipping sijui racks okay yes you can rap about that in us mm-hmm. but how relatable is it here in kenya too that's why you see that's why i'm saying exactly. i think uh Wakadinadi cater to a larger crowd because of the the subject matter. Yeah. Because, in as much as um, TNT are dope rappers, they are very good lyricists. You find that they, the 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 subject matter, yeah. in in itself is very, I think, very complex. But uh, we had this argument with uh, Eugene. Uh, he's from Disruptor Pill. Shout out to Eugene, and he was saying that. I th- he said he told he said that mo- most many Kenyans relate to drugs more than as more than we think. And I am now wondering: is it that the drug life has caught on to the, is now mainstream that the TNT can 
can can rap about it and they're glorifying it it's getting to the point of that mm-hmm. yeah do you, who, do you, I, I usually feel even up to now I still feel like TNT are one hit away one hit away yeah they have to rap in Swahili to be commercial you think so yes Kampula never okay I'm talking if they don't change their subject matter okay yes they have to rap in Swahili uh-huh If they start rapping whatever they're saying in Swahili, yeah. trust me, it will catch up. Because th- whatever they're saying in Swahili uh-huh. will catch up everywhere. And plus they have a polished, the, 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 their videos are well done, mm-hmm. the audience well done, yeah. the beats are nice. Okay. So, yeah. So I feel like they are one hit away, which I think is... And they I, did the joint with Kali, Kali Cartel too. Yeah. You see? Which gave them a bit of exposure. Yeah. And... and people I, i think that exposed them to a lot more a bigger kenyan audience than they they typically are i i feel like they cater to a certain the music caters to a certain class just like just as what cardinal is only that the class that what tnt caters to is is smaller than that of which what cardinal caters to and 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 in this way as you say they need to i think they need to rebrand in in a in a way because i mainstream kenya i don't think they can hit with most of their content matter i don't think their sound is is anything to worry about but their rapping style in english and if they have to if they if they need to go if they have to go commercial they'll have to sacrifice some of the their branding issues so mm. the songs the, the the things that they talk about flipping this and that and selling mm-hmm. coke and all that it it needs to be toned down a bit to a yeah. point where a okay. regular person uh, can do it what i also like about these guys they mm. know uh, how to pick fights okay yes they know their market and they know who is trying to dominate that market and they know how to pick fights yeah. specifically i'm talking about the beef they had with barack jacuzzi mm-hmm. And uh, if I was to pick sides any day, I would pick bar for bar TNT. Uh-huh. I don't know if you followed up on that beef. I, I wasn't particularly keen on music. Just go time. check out the freestyles. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I am not fully supporting violence and all. I you don't do know not condone they ran, violence. Why they ran up on on the barrack and, and beat him up. But Barak told, told, told them pull up. He said, pull up to KFC. Not to my crib. <laughs> so not to my crib. Not to my crib. But He said, pull up. Why would you, talk, why would you be talking that spicy okay, and shit happens? I tell happens you to pull up. Uh-huh. Doesn't mean I want to fight. Pull up, we talk. Pull up, we have a <laughs> no, cup of pull coffee. Up. It's coffee. on site. It's no. On site. No. When I see it's going down. Nah. Come on, man. <laughs> They beat up the nigga, bro. They beat him. And then it was, it was supposed to be 1v1. They were like 3v1. Hey. They were like TNT, like the whole crew, they, they roll around seven niggas. Yeah. Now three people were against Barack. Come <laughs> on, man. That's not fair. So the odds are not... Yeah, that's not... It's just not fair. Okay. Then, feel... However, the, uh-huh. the, 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 the tracks that they, they removed, the, yeah. dis, the disses, they, 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 they were shooting at each other. Mm-hmm. Definitely TNT washed uh, Barack jacuzzi. I can't comment on that because I didn't hear any of the but I just I, go listen. I saw the the beef that they had. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wait, on the song that they had on um Dania Cockpit 2. Mm-hmm. Which is Wakadinali 
featuring, featuring TNT, TNT and Calligraph Jones. Yeah. So from that, that is just one song. I, I can comfortably means. say the, uh, the five rap, uh, high rap players are in that song. Mm-hmm. You get? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you ngoma, imebeba watu, watano, heavyweights. Yeah. Rap heavyweights. Wakadinali by themselves uh, deserve a lot of credit as MCs. Yeah, and then there's Calligraph. I don't know how that joint. I wish I was in that room when they were recording that joint. You know? No, I think the, no. I don't think they were together. They, they if they were sent, together, they, they if just, they were together. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They just yes. sent it back and forth. Sometimes you can tell when you're listening to to the to the vid to the song. You can tell ah, this. They just sent it back and forth. So I think on that song, I I think Scar. And Timmy really are the ones who really impressed me. Scar from Wakadinali and Timmy from um, TNT. Of I, I, Calligraph, I feel like, not to talk about him a lot, but I feel like he has polished his craft to a point where you cannot criticize his rapping. You can only criticize maybe his lyrics. Says the person who was saying, if Calligraph went in battle with Octopizo, Calligraph will be washed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Keep, keep at it. No, uh, listen, I said mm-hmm. you cannot criticize his rapping. You can criticize his lyricism, but not how he raps. You know? He's, that's he's, that's he's a topic flow. for another day. That's a topic for another day, but we're talking about work. So do you think TNT is the best rap duo? So yeah, if you are to I can them against say, I, can say, I can confidently say that. As of now. Uh, right now? Yeah. But there have been other rap duos. Where will they stack up against, say, Cannibal and Sharma? Sharama. Uh, one hit wonder. No. Cannibal. And Sharama. Yeah. That rap do. Yeah. They were around for some nah. while. I only know one song. So you can comfortably say that TNT is the mm-hmm. best rap duo currently in Kenya. Oh, yeah, we'll have to wait and see where it goes. I think where the only place where uh, Wakadinali beats them is that uh, Wakadinali are two, two, two projects in, which yeah. I think we'll review Ndanya Cockpit to next week or in a few in hopefully in the in the in the near future okay mm-hmm. okay let's talk about uh dj pinye and generally just the gatekeepers of the industry okay so um <clears throat> dj pinye famously known for djing on the beat the the show that introduced most of us to to music me myself included let me speak for myself um when I was really young, and to some extent, I credit, I credit the beat for the lack of playing mainstream Kenyan songs to, to a very great extent because I feel like around that time, two of six, two or seven, that's when Kenyans stopped playing their own music and started playing a lot of Western music and a lot you think of so? the international music, yes. Why? That's just an observation from my... I think it's early 2011. No. Yeah. Well, I, no, Kenyan music had been dead way before then. Nope. And, and not, not so. dead, in terms of, and dead in terms of consumption, not in terms of production. I don't think so, but continue. So, um, in a, in a 20, 2015 uh, Facebook post, Ted Josiah uh, accused DJ Pinye of... Um, locking out many talented artists through his platform yeah uh, on the beat um and the only reason i i actually found this very interesting is because just recently 
um, in December, DJ Pinier said that he, he cannot play Lambalolo and uh, what's the other song? Terra Saba. Sabo Kinam. New position. New, new position. position, yeah. Oh. Okay, let's just say ethic. He cannot play such artists because that, that that's mediocre music. And I was thinking to myself, like, wait, that's a gatekeeper mentality. That's a, I know what's hot and I'm the one who will dictate what, what is going to become a hit. Okay, first of all, to DJ Pinya, if you ever listen to this. I saw him, by the way. He's very right. short to be that arrogant. <laughs> I know where the arrogance comes from. However, let me tell you, um, the ethic, first of all, they don't need your, the, your G-pass. Yeah. They worked with what they had and it worked for them. Mm-hmm. That's why they're on Coke Studio with Mr. Easy. Yes. And they're being called for gigs in Dallas. Yes. Yeah. So, first of all, they don't need your G-pass. Second of all, who put you in that position to have that God mentality to say what's hot and what's not? Mm-hmm. See? That's what I'm saying. He has that gatekeeper mentality. Yeah. So, shout out Shout out to you, uh, Ted Josiah, <laughs> for uh, calling this guy out. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with his principles. I, do, I don't even think if he DJ. Does he still DJ? He I, doesn't I DJ. Don't know, I don't know who is in charge of the beat, but if... if we if, don't even watch the beat. I don't even watch the beat. So, cutting short, DJ Pinye, mm-hmm. you, you are not supposed to be that arrogant, considering your brand has already diminished. Yeah. Yeah. But actually, you were hot back then. Even it, you let let us even let us even criticize you. You actually, were hot back then, but right now you're nothing. This, there's them farmers. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's this they're guy. Better, yeah, they're better DJs. Yeah, they're makufu. <laughs> that guy, he says he doesn't play ethic. Will be scared you. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. We if, don't even listen to your mixes. If if demakufu Kalonje. Yeah. Yeah. If demakufu Kalonje. Kalon. If Kalonje says we're not playing ethic, we'll yeah. be scared. Yeah. We'll, now we'll, we'll, we'll have to worry. We'll but have you, to worry. you stay with your mixes, no problem. But actually, you know, the the interesting. <laughs> but there's thing, so many gatekeepers. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not gonna call out their names. Mm-hmm. There's so many gatekeepers, even in these shows that we see. Are they relevant? Gatekeepers, yeah. if they're relevant. Yeah. Yes, they're relevant because mm-hmm. the influence who's, who appears where. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was the whole issue. Gatekeepers are everyone, everyone involved in running the industry. Be, I think We're talking of promoters, yeah. producers, mm-hmm. you get. Anybody, anybody in between the artist and the consumer yeah. is a gatekeeper. Exactly. That's somebody who's exactly. who dictate where a song goes, an artist goes how an artist performs and all those things. I think if it were up to, if it were up, if Ethic had done the traditional route of um, let's put this song out as a single, promote it on radio, promote it on TV, I don't think it would have been such a massive hit. Yeah. But since they went the new way, which is I think what most artists need to realize is that you probably do not need that. Because if the shit is hot, it will get played no matter what. Even if DJ Pinye says he's not playing your music, your shit is too hot. Ethics shit is too hot. DJ Pinye cannot be in a club and like three or four people come tell the him. The reason why DJ Pinye said even ethics is because they have the limelight. Yeah. They so are. him saying that he won't play it, it's okay. Already you shows can how good they are. Yeah. So um, in, in a broader sense, I don't think gatekeepers should anybody should mind about gatekeepers, especially if you know how to promote your music because you have the internet at your disposal, which it just takes a little 
Google, run your Googles for a few minutes and a, a, a little bit of research to understand what um, what it takes to what it takes to promote your song, promote your music, promote your everything in such a way that you can gain recognition from everybody from the masses and mm. make a hit song. Do you think the ethic sound is the new Kenyan sound? No. Really quickly. Why not? Because I've not seen it being used by the the biggest artists. Uh, Decimal Records. Uh, they are the Mayans. biggest industry players right now. But if Nyashinsky quotes ethics, that one now it's <clears throat> now it's it's on the way to becoming a Kenyan sound. They, but uh, a legendary and I'm even I'm, I'm even I don't think we have a sound as of yet. I think it's developing into that ethic sound. I, very soon we yes there the there's a crop of artists using that sound a lot but I can't say it's the main it's like the main sound mm-hmm. you get okay mm-hmm. let me give you an example mm-hmm. of this trap in US in the states right okay it became the main sound when Drake and Future did an album together mm-hmm. you get actually I think late when, 2014 early 2015 no yes. I think it had already taken over before that uh-huh. I think. Um, when it starts going into pop, Migos, me, uh, the Versace, Versace, yeah, Versace you see, in 2012. you see, mm-hmm. when it starts, when pop artists start uh, appropriating the trap culture, yeah, is when it became Can, a main sound. True. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of that nonsense. Exactly. So, right let now, read, I Jafika Badu. Let me read to you, answer your question. Let me read you uh, a tweet by somebody on Twitter at Showbands. Shobanis, Shobens. Yeah, continue. He says, Kunahawa, Kunahawa Vijana wako high school ama ndio memada system. Look ni Vance, Balintiaga, ama nyau na madeni. Hawa toto wana toa tracks kali sana bana. Bang after bang, alafu support wana peana pali YouTube. Hawa watu, hawa tambui systems za media circles. Shout out to you. Because that is a, that, <clears throat> that is a critical observation that is very true. Even the, What's the Gikomba boys? What's the name? Uh, boys Madra. <laughs> boys, boys Lizzie and Madra. Boondocks Gang. Um, who else? Ethic. Ethic. Uh, Zero Sufuri. Zero Sufuri is like, yeah, but yeah, Zero Sufuri is so dope. Uh, there's a crop, there's a, that, that crop of artists. There's so many people. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think all of them, most of them have taken from that uh, ethic blueprint. Uh, and which is weird, weird to see. So, um, one of my favorite Kenyan bands, Ricky Namarafiki, is releasing an album mm-hmm. uh, in on in May. Yeah. Uh, I, they don't have a name for it, but it's a banger album. It's ten, ten, ten songs. Which uh, shout out to them. Shout out to them. We saw them perform, and it, they, I think, they really had one of the best performances I have seen in a in a really long while. Um, and. I'm really excited for that album because it's it, they they show that they are tapping into that original Kenyan sound or that our traditional sound as Kenyans to promote to do something that is useful for the industry. So I'm waiting to hear that album. Um, I hope it's dope, and we'll review it once it's out. So this week we are reviewing um, Pisces season. Pisces season. By, by Valerie Muthoni, mm, which is, I think, her, uh, yeah, which is her second EP mm-hmm. after Wavy, what is the Wavy, se- Wavy, 
something. Wavy Soul. After Wavy Soul in 2018. Um, this uh, Pisces season was mixed and mastered by Jazz Odongo and um, produced by Ransom Beats. I, I don't know who that... I have to no completion. I do it. Yeah, all of, all of it. it wow. It's four songs exclusive on... <coughs> four songs exclusive on Mook. And um, she dropped it on her birthday, mm. where she she, she said in the went. in the song in one of the songs she says that she she's turning eighteen, which I highly doubt. Which that is her industry <laughs> age. Let's just put it like <laughs> okay, that. Okay, there's this theory that Beyonce is way past forty. We are talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> are you trying to say Valerie is uh, way San, past San, twenty-five? Is, is looking skeptical. <laughs> she's thirty-eight now. No, uh, it was just <laughs> a theory. Now. Anyway, so Valerie, please tell us your real age. I don't think she's 18. It was just a line, right? Yeah, maybe, or maybe it rhymed with, yeah. Really? So she could be 18? No, not 18, but she's young. 1920. Yeah, not 18. Come on. That's is a difference. That's our industry age. Let's just say that's our industry age. Yeah. 18 is our industry age. So this, the... EP, uh, which is really short, precise. We, oh wait, I actually am expecting more from her. In terms of, I'm expecting a full project, a debut album, which I hope will come sometime this year. This is just my expectation as a fan, and maybe I am not wrong. So the first song is called Legendary. Wait, what do you think of the cover? Let's start with the cover. Uh, it's just like my own days. It's just so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, it's her face, right? Yeah. And some writings. Mm-hmm. I never got to, to look at it in detail. Mm-hmm. However, uh, it's catchy. That's what I can think. Okay. Uh, I mean, what I can say about it. Mm-hmm. Because when I was scrolling, I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. What is this? Yeah. So, yeah. Like our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh-huh. I mean, uh, for an EP... She can do that, but for an album, it's not allowed. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, what? It's not what is not allowed. That kind of cover. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a, this is an EP. For an EP, it's allowed. You can play around. Is it can be? Play. Is it because it's too busy? I, I don't feel know. Like it's like I think an album should be just so a simple cover. Mm-hmm. You get. Yeah. Not something abstract. Um. Yeah. Okay, so the first song. Legendary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could re- I could really tell uh, a lot of Nicki Minaj influence from mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. and she took up that braggadocio uh, type of persona in the in the song. Yeah. Mm, as far as the the beat is actually really dope. Yeah. Give me that shit. Give me that shit. Okay. Yeah. Um. I think she's trying to to stamp her position. How how long has she been? You know, I never did my due research. How long has she been in the industry? I think since Brown Sugar is the song that was released last early last year. Brown Sugar, that's yeah. her biggest song, right? Yeah. Um Okay, this is this is coming from someone who's been at it for maybe even three, two three. years. Yeah. Three years, two mm. years. This is this is decent of a a track however it, i don't know if she's trying to say she's legendary already mm-hmm. i don't think i can't approve of that as of yet let's give her time uh-huh. let's give her time mm. uh, 
so far so good on that song. Track number two, New Flex. Wait, I think the thing that I realized about um, Legendary yeah. is the beat. I think it has a, I, I, may, I may be wrong, but it, it sounds like a Spanish guitar when it's beginning. Uh, in the, that's the foundation of the beat. Mm. And it's like, it sounds like a track song. Like it's a song that is, is like hmm. a song that ladies okay. will really get down to. Okay. So I think that's what she was going for. Okay. So give me that shit. Like, as it's a song that she's like, uh, could be, has the potential of being mm. a club song. And then, did you talk about the IMDb influence? Nicki Minaj. I, and also that IMDb. Yeah, vibe. you can tell from afar she's picking up some influences from IMDb. Yeah. And then some some character from Nicki Minaj. Uh-huh. You get. And, and also, um, there's a lot of pop culture influence there. Where mm-hmm. she's saying something, she's talking about I I'll be I'm going to be mad like Solange at the ground floor, something of that ex- of that <laughs> sort. Speaking of okay. Beyonce just now, you see, Ange, so Ange Sema like uh, Red Sun. <laughs> <laughs> Red Sun had jam. When he went to beat his producer. Oh yo shit! By the way. Yeah. So. There's that, there's that pop culture influence. Oh, yeah, but then you should not talk about that. Yeah, there's so many instances. You can even quote the former first lady. Rest in peace to her. Rest in peace. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> her beating this, uh, journalist. this journalist. But she, she, I think stories, the stories that go around in those circles is that she, she, that was pretty rampant behavior. It was not a one-off. Her beating people up. But anyway, that's, that's a She was mad. That's the, that's the core business. She I, was I, mad. Simple. Yo. What do you think that? I'm not saying she's mad, like, at mad, crazy. <laughs> she was mad at these people. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, all right, she was all right, mad. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't misquote me. Excuse me. That's don't take me out of context. They, they just take that three seconds and be like, yo, this uh, nigga's talking shit about... Uh, yeah, you know? Yeah. That's what they do. The new Babuino, anyway. <laughs> uh, the new Flex, what do you think about it? Um, I thought it was a cheater's song. The first thing I realized about it was it's like a dubstep influence, like really? song. Yeah, yeah, I got a lot of Which dubstep. dubstep do you listen to? The you guy, my guy. <laughs> it had a, the production was leaning towards the electronic side. Oh, really? Yeah. So I got. I never paid that keen attention to it. Yeah, I just got it. the message from it. It was like she's talking about this guy mm-hmm. uh, who used to do this and this for her. Mm-hmm. Yes, Anakumbuka, the good memories, but he's saying that this the same guy is with other chicks and all. Yeah. And now he has a new flex. Mm-hmm. I've never understood the concept of looking at a new flex. Like, mm-hmm. okay, yes, you've gotten a new girlfriend or a boyfriend. Yeah. So that's your new flex. You've never yeah. Oh, okay. I've never gotten the concept of bragging. Yes, it's good to brag, but don't brag in the in like showing your ex. Why not? Why? Why? What if your why ex so? was a, what if your why ex was so? an asshole? Why? What if your ex was an asshole? Then just enjoy your new flex. Nah, without you have to stand on this nigga. Uh, there's no need. <laughs> Imagine being uh having bag not baggage. I can't call it baggage. Mm-hmm. Like having thoughts about someone else while you're enjoying something. Yeah, that's crazy. That's I've, crazy. I, I don't I've never. I've never. I don't prescribe to that line of thought. I've never too, understood that. But I, I I understand why some people do it. 
because mm. especially but it's relatable the song is relatable okay uh-huh. yeah so i think the girl sandra can tell us this yeah can confirm can confirm the... from a girl perspective uh-huh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's braggadocious too uh-huh. uh like that that like how she's feeling herself in the song and also it contains again i think this nigger needs to start getting paid mm-hmm. that uh, that guy who was arrested and his clip is now viral that stop wasting my good time stop wasting oh. yeah because it it's it, it's at the end of the song is a sample which is really interesting uh-huh. uh, because who who is collecting the royalties for for that clip nobody it should be either interview or that guy if you start telling him about royalties he'll tell you stop wasting my time <laughs> stop wasting my good time that's where you go wrong exactly so, probably even doesn't know it's viral he does i think he does he probably does to a certain extent yeah yeah it must have come through in his whatsapp group if yes. now if nowhere else yeah so but i all i can say is i like valerie more as a singer mm-hmm. not as a rapper really yes okay So on to the next track spicy season oh, spicy uh-huh. spicy season yeah spicy season Had, are, are you done with the new flex yeah mm. but I, i'm still not off you saying you like her better as a rapper yeah, i mean okay. better I was, as a singer I than was a rapper i was researching about her and she describes herself as r&b and soul artist that's your how wikipedia does which is which Come on. <laughs> of course she played a role or the algorithm that said that she's R&B and soul mm-hmm. knew what it was doing, right? I think it's probably from her EP that she released last year, yeah. Wavy Soul. Yeah. So you think she's a better singer than she's a rapper? Yeah. Or I like her better as a singer than a okay. rapper. Okay. Spicy yeah. Season featuring Ruby and um, I before Ty- even you say anything, mm-hmm. I was just confused in the whole song. I don't know who does what in the whole song because Ru- is it R-U-B-Y? Ruby. Ruby. Yeah. And I can't tell who's, who which part Ruby is singing and which part um Valerie is singing. I think Ruby Ruby is doing the first verse and Valerie mm-hmm. is in the last verse. Okay. Because you can have, have But this is this is my best song on the on the whole Me on the too. whole track. This is my favorite track. I think I think even this would be the single from the project. You think this so? Is the song yeah, because yeah, it yeah. has Yeah, it, it it really it has it, it can connect. My best Kampumula artist. Me too. Mm-hmm. Why? Wait, what? We have a lot of things in common. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, uh, it's quite soulful too. It's quite soulful. And um, I think the thing I like about Spicy Season is that um, we see that side of Valerie that you're talking about. Her as a singer. Yeah. Because she, she brought sings out. more on the song than she does rap. And... Yeah maybe maybe I'm of I am of the opinion that she probably will do fair well not do better but she'll fair well as a singer which is not to take anything away from her rapping ability mm-hmm. although I felt that in that song legendary there were a few bars where she was the beat was leaving her beat like she was kidogo off beat which is things that you you can work on as because as we see this is only her second project so we are expecting more from her and we I think she'll she'll obviously improve and we'll see the improvement yeah and um I think Ruby has such a mellow voice it's so soothing as when you li- as you listen to her um Tayo it's always nice to hear from Tayo yeah it's reminiscent yeah as in I the just 2013 2012 time <sighs> camp mula peak Damn. And generally Tayo is just like a chilled out person. Yeah, he's just he's so, so shout yeah. out to you Tayo. 
And I, I see I feel doing like, a lot of uh, DJ. Like he's not much into music these days. Mm-hmm. Like the the artist side, uh-huh, uh-huh. he's much into like the DJing. Yeah, and he's also and an engineer. An engineer and all that. Yeah. You see? And so um, this was this was a surprise actually. Yeah. When I was listening to the album, mm-hmm. I was listening uh, because it's only on Mook. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to Mook by the way. Shout out to Mook. So uh, when I was listening to it, uh-huh. there was no title on the song, and I was like, okay. I know this is Dio. Yeah. I know this is Dio. Uh-huh. Really, Definitely. Not even Definitely. Reading like it, yeah. you don't need anything. Yeah. He has such a signature sound, which is so amazing. And this song sounds different from the rest yeah. in terms of mixing and how. It ju- You're just agreeing to the fact that I, she's a better singer than a rapper. Yeah, it's But continue. But uh, that has a lot to do with the way it was recorded. Let's let's not get into that. But it has to be. Where was it recorded? Supersonic. It's written. Oh, it's an assumption. No, the photo that Valerie posted of her and Tayo and Ruby was at Supersonic. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, hey, Supersonic, uh, there are vibes over there. Yeah, so, and you see, that's that's why, because Tayo is an engineer at Supersonic, so it will have to be... Yeah, yeah it's a good assumption. It sounds, it, sounds, it sounds not better, it sounds different from the rest of the songs. Mm. Uh, so this this is the single, this is the definite single, my favorite, and I think... They'll shoot a video for this too. I also think that we're waiting. We're waiting, Valerie. We're Val, waiting. We're waiting. Uh, the next, the last song, Amili, uh, Brown Sugar Refix. Hmm. That's, uh, I you, think there's think a reason it? she put it as the last one. Mm-hmm. She was saving the worst for the for the last. Wow. Uh-huh. I I know I had to say it. Uh-huh. Uh, personally, I think. Uh, for such a good, such a good beat and such a huge song, mm. Amelia was a big song. Yeah, you can all agree. Had, everybody had a verse on it. Yes, Jay-Z, everyone, Brown, everyone. So picking such, you have to murder that. Mm. I'm not. I'm not saying like. You have to murder like. Yeah. There's no discussion. Yeah, like you just so, have to do. A bit, a bit of. Let me critique it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A bit of what I can say. She was wait, wasting bars with some. Like the you know, bricks. Yeah, the bricks uh-huh. at you. Hey, ha. I don't know. You know, you know, uh, those, those are bars wasted, mm-hmm. you know. Lil Wayne went like, I don't think even breathed in this shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. So when you're given such a beat, come on, deliver, yeah? And, the, and, and, and then the, I think the mm-hmm. mastering and mixing is also kind of poor of her vocals. Mm-hmm. This sound muffled, you get. Mm. Okay. Um, so I, the the thing I like about this song, but I, I, what I can say, I'm not gonna critique all of, as in put it down to Kuisha to Avio mm-hmm. and death yeah. and step on it. Mm-hmm. I like the Kikuyu influence in it. Uh, that yeah, I also like the that. Yeah, the, the since, Kikuyu bars. I didn't you, understand what she yeah. was saying, but I was just like, yeah, that's nice. You didn't. I'll tell you. Uh-huh. I'll tell you mm-hmm. what you were saying. Mm-hmm. So the Kikuyu saved that song. So uh-huh. shout out to you, Valerie Mutoni. She was embracing a Mutoni side because she's called Valerie Mutoni. Yeah, and um, the thing that I noticed about it... Was it worth that 300 bob? Yes, it was. Worth? Yes, it was. I mean, besides the Amelie, it was worth. So, wait. I, the, uh, it has live instrumentation, Amelie. Mm-hmm. The, the beat was played out live, Yeah. which I think... I would have done without the v- vocal sample, the voice sample there, mm-hmm. and um, 
I think that should have been dropped when she was rapping the voice sample that Amelia Amelia repetition because it, it it as you said the sample gets lost in the in the song itself it's not as pronounced as this other bit by Bangladesh where it's just her who's speaking and um she also shouted out uh, Jay Kali rest in peace to Jay yeah. Kali um I think it could have ex- execution was poor let me say execution was poor mm. but I li- I like I liked it I like where where she was taking it um maybe not the best song maybe this is maybe this might be the weakest song on yeah, the project she was saving the worst uh, yeah for this the, the last week, for me this is the weakest song on the project you have you, you everything can't be 100% like you can have and unless you drink or rihanna or shit they have bad songs so i what would you rate it overall i'll give it a strong 6 why is that uh just because of the reason i've given you mm-hmm. uh I think she's a better singer mm-hmm. than uh, a rapper. So she should sing more. She should sing more. Mm-hmm. Surprise, us, surprise us more with songs, yeah. not raps. Another reason because of the Amelie track. Mm-hmm. That Imem Toka too max. Okay, I like her exclusivity, but it's not good for 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 her like it's not good for our fans you know yeah, not her. everyone can go and buy on mook but you're supporting the artist yeah we are supporting them that's why we bought the album and listened to it yeah so um that given the fact that this is a second and she has m- so much potential mm-hmm. you see she's she working so with much potential Teo and Ruby yeah. yeah and she's she, been performing at blankets and wine she opened for Banaboy you see she mm-hmm. opened for Banaboy so Maybe even I I wish I saw her performing I maybe I'd be inclined to give she her a seven throw that stage up like you see? I really Sandra did did she kill it at Banabo Yeah Gal Power really, of she course she really killed it No no so just Gal I support I support female artists yeah, Oh she's yeah. she's a good performer She's a yeah. good performer oh, Okay okay do that's, that's really I dope. wish I went for that um but that was like, anyway she she opened for um She has good form. That's all I can say. She has uh-huh. good form. I'm going to give her a six mm-hmm. because there's room for improvement. Okay. Uh, I think I'll go for seven because it, the project sounds good. Uh, mixed and mastered by Jazzo Dongo. Shout out to Jazzo Dongo. Um, and I think the reason why it's seven is because I usually feel like with, with EPs, it's, it's really tough to dictate how how good that project is because so we only have four songs so if we got more music it would be really dope but i'm i'm sure this is a lead up to something greater i'm i'm sure she has a project that's coming up uh so 7 out of 10 for me i think we'll have an offer code for you guys to purchase the album yeah we'll put it in the description uh later on yeah so I think go, that's it. Go, go support Valerie purchase uh, it on MOOC. Discover MOOC. Check out the events over there. There's so many events. Yeah. There's so many songs, yeah. So many artists that you do mm. not know about. Yeah. All that. And the the thing is the guys listening from California, the guys listening from Korea, yeah. you can buy this with your credit card, uh-huh. eh? You just go to mooc.com. M O O K H.com, right? Yeah. <laughs> And then look for for whatever you want there. Maybe it's Wakadinali. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, Wakadinali is a rap duo. We just talked about them in this episode. Yeah. And then now download their song and it goes straight to your email. Yeah, so you can get it from your email. Yeah. Yeah. So 
This is dope event uh, I saw on Mook by the way. It's mm. called uh, Zarika versus We need to go watch that fight. It's what's her name? I know Zarika because she's a Kenyan. Yeah. <laughs> she's a new age congestina. No, she was around during congestion's time. Really? Yeah, she was. Is I she, think she is came she unbeaten? Up, I don't know. But I want to go see that fight. Uh-huh. Because I feel like um Fury. Her name is Fury. Yeah, Fury. Mm-hmm. So it, it's this Saturday. Sponsored by Sport Pesa. Yeah. Hmm. Of course. That's yeah. a bug. That's a major That's a bug. bug. So secure the bag. Uh, yeah. You think she'll win? She, Kenya for the win? No, I no, she's not fighting Ziri. Yeah, uh, Fury, I'm sorry. She's fighting with I let me get that information. Uh I think she You will. think she'll win? I think she will. Because uh-huh. um, I don't know why, but I just think she'll win. But the only thing I wouldn't like is me to pay all that money. For her to lose. No, for her to knock. For her to, for, for somebody to, <laughs> for somebody to, to win in the first round. It that happens really, sometimes. Yeah, it, it happens. happens. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm really excited for the fight because this is like at the new age Kenyan fighters who we are seeing after um, Congestina. But they, how is Congestina doing? Do you have any? I don't know. Mm-hmm. We should ask Chipu. Who's that? Chipu Kizi. Why is that? Kijana Barubaru, Vini. <laughs> Jana Barabaru, he's a, he's a lead of Nakada. He's a chairman, if I'm not wrong. He's a chairman of Nakada. Chairman? Yeah. CEO or something. Like his, his tops. He's where Jaguar was. So he was the one taking care of um, his treatment and all that. Mm-hmm. And mental health. And because I heard he also was also abusing drugs and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's fighting with Catherine Fear. It's Fat Mazarika. Yeah, we're talking about uh, the mental health about that guy. Yeah, but it's bec- that comes with the territory of boxing. Mm. It might get knocked. Constant head head uh, concussions. Impact. Yeah, you yeah. can get concussions that may lead to uh, complications later yeah. in life, specifically CTE. Um, which it's sad. It's a yeah. sad situation. Yeah, because I was watching. Um, Mike Tyson, the way he used to knock people out in the first round, mm-hmm. and you're like, if that. Chupukiz is a director at Nakada. I also need to be a director somewhere in the government. God, wait, no, that can't be happening. So that's been our episode this week. Oh, wait, I'm talking about Tyson. If Tyson knocks, punches you, you're done. You're, you're, you're dead. So. And yeah, that's our episode for this week. <laughs> Why would I be fighting Tyson? Come on. <laughs> and he's 52 and he can still knock people out. Anyway, see you guys next week. Uh, Thank continue. you for listening. Yeah. Any, anywhere you are in the world, let me say that. So, shout out to you. And The guy from Wasingishu, shout out to you, man. Yeah. I'm surprised. See you, see you guys next week. My friend. <laughs> <laughs> see you guys next week.